Welcome to the Side Talks Podcast, live from the red carpet at the Sidewalk Cinema slash the Academy Awards. Same difference. And we are, we're here tonight um, with a bunch of people in the room talking about uh, cinema, like we do. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm the creative director for the Sidewalk Film Festival and Cinema. What's up, Ding Dongs? I'm Corey Kraft. It's time to talk movies. That's right. It's the catchphrase that you know and love. From the beginning of our podcast, I want to just huck one of these at somebody. These are snack cakes. It's not like... Uh, Sam just... Sam's what? pointing. What? By the way, I think if you since there since we actually have people in the room right now, that face you just saw me make when Corey said "What's up, Ding Dongs?" is literally the same face I make every time he says it, and it's it's not something I can control. No, it's not. It's not. It's not Ooh. controllable. <laughs> That's right. Ding Woo. Dongs. Yep. Oh boy. Oh no! There's another one coming at you. Boom! There we go. All right. Throwing cakes. Our new, newest segment. I think it's our newest. Music, music, music. That's right. And Brad Lyons is joining us right now to talk Oscar music, obviously, right? Let's I do mean, it, yeah. we are at the Academy Awards after all. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have a question for you guys. Okay. And of course, I have my own answer. Uh, and I think I know what yours is, Brad. And I think we actually oh, really? might all share I'm this. Almost okay. confident that we share the same one because we've talked about it before. But I, I ha- I'm actually because of that, I'm going to change my answer a little bit. But here's my question: okay. What is the all-time best Oscars musical performance ever? Do you think you know mine? I do. Do you mean to guess it? Yeah. Elliot Smith. Oh, Miss Misery. That's mine. That was that was number two. That was my number one. That was number two. Okay. Well, I was wrong. What's your first? What's your favorite? Uh, what year was that? Uh, 1999, Robin Williams, Blame Camp. Oh, hell okay. yeah. Hell South yeah. Park. Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. I really that that, that was be... a fun performance. Yeah. That was a fun performance. Um, yeah, but mine I mean, is Elliot Smith. I and mean, we've talked about it like a million times on this podcast. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I mean, there's say. no reason sure. to belabor that point. But, but, um, the crumbly white suit's kind of cool. And yeah, hell it's, yeah. It's it definitely is. surreal. But the, the Blame Canada thing was hilarious to. Yeah. I felt like fourteen-year-old Corey Kraft who hadn't seen that movie. I was going to say that was again nineteen ninety-nine, and I don't know. I, I'm a musician, and I don't even watch the Grammys because I feel like a lot of times the award shows can be kind of stuffy, yeah. kind of self-important. It's awkward, awkward. I love Robin Williams. I love South Park. I don't know. I thought that was fun. But yeah, Elliot was my number two. Well, I mean, that's definitely a boy answer, too. I'm going to tell you all that. Absolutely. But listen, I I have one that I think was actually really, really good that y'all might disagree with that I didn't find on any list out there. But I think even maybe last year, the year before, I thought that Billie Eilish's No Time to Die was really, really spectacular. And and that production value was over the moon. I was over the moon about the production value. It was just incredible. That was on my list, too, you know? Yeah, it's really, really good. And then I actually had a couple of other sort of mentions, which I don't, do y'all remember Tegan and Sarah's Everything is Awesome? Yes. That was just a, like that, a complete yeah. shit show, but it was really, really fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. And it, it was perfect for the film, so I like that. I've got one that's controversial. Uh-oh. Uh, I thought Madonna sooner, I, I thought sooner or later the Dick Tracy song was actually very Madonna and kind of, kind oh, yeah. of fitting. I, Look I at Corey. have not seen that clip, so I can't speak to that because that happened when I was five yeah well <laughs> that's fair it, you know there's a thing i know you don't pay attention to it but there's a thing called the internet yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and you I can actually it, watch i used it this to watch many other clips and right. not that one. right all right well here's the follow-up okay. question to that y'all mm-hmm. knew this was coming yeah what is the all and i we may all have the same answer i was worried about too, that but yeah. i've got i took a couple of extra notes Uh-oh. just in case same what is the worst 
all-time ever Oscar musical performance ever. Could, it could happen tonight. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Ha- yeah. Yeah. Coco. Oh no, Coco! We got we got an audience. We got some audience participation here with a Coco. You want to get on mic? And get on like mic. Explain that. No. Okay. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Georgie's refusing I to get no on mic. I have no memory. I have no memory of that. Georgie's mm. refusing to get on mic. Um, but we heard we got a vote for Coco. I, right. I mean, I can't think of any offhand. I th- oh man! Thought man. That, um, oh man! I had a harder time with favorite than I did. I okay. Mean, the worst. Well, ones. I did too because I, I really like, these things really don't stick with me. Right. Um, oh, this one will. This one will haunt the, your dreams. The the think- performance of that song from Crash was kind of memorably oh, cringeworthy, oh, and, and it had that, the fires on yeah, stage because they, they made great. the stage look like you know like flaming cars and people yeah. just sort of wandering around like. I mean, like they've just, just been in a wreck. That movie. Exactly what you want to see um, for entertainment. I, I, Sam Smith doing the Bond song that he won an Oscar for kind of sucked, but that's just this is kind of boring. That's nothing compared to what I've got. Okay, Brad, well, what, what, do you is, got? what is yours? So what is I've yours? got uh, the one I thought you guys would say was the um, the Snow White Rob Lowe. Ding ding ding. Come ding. on. Sure. Okay. That, I was thinking oh. like performances of nominated songs. Oh but no, yes, any that's musical infamous. performance. Sure. And, okay. All right. All right. The yeah. Rob Lowe Snow White is next level, terrifyingly. Like, have, if you can watch that all the way through without turning your face away from the screen, you have a special something, a gift, a gift yeah. within you because it is so cringeworthy. Even rewatching it today, I only made it like 10 seconds into when Rob Lowe got on the mic. That was, and not oh, even terrible. like a, that was a long time ago. It didn't live well. Like it was, it's just bad and cringy. It's so bad. Yeah. This is also right around the time that Rob Lowe is caught in the hotel room in Atlanta filming himself with an underage young woman yeah. at the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. Um, it's not a great time for Mr. Lowe. Um, he's recovered from that, obviously, but it's also... Evidently, because um, I had no idea about any of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got the tape, Corey, later. if you'd like to borrow it. You've got, um, what? Wait, 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 wait. But didn't they also get sued by Disney? So they didn't, they yeah. didn't get they didn't permission clear from Disney. the use yeah. of Snow you know, White. You know who true. you would think? Like, look, we run a movie theater in Alabama, and you know what we know? Don't play a Disney film or do right, anything related right. to Disney that they don't you don't have permission to use. Yeah. Because they will sue you. They've sued little kinder care places that painted a really bad Mickey Mouse with like floppy ears on the side of the building. Do you think that you're the Academy Awards and you can bring Snow White out? Right. And that Disney isn't going to walk up behind you, and I can't say these words because I feel like there could be youngins in the room. But I, I wonder, the dick, though, get the dick jar out because you know what I'm yeah, getting. Would fair. they would they have sued if it had been good? Yes, they will sue because they, yeah, they would have thought period. somebody might have yeah. spent a dollar at the concession stand in celebration. <laughs> so absolutely, they would sue. Disney's all about like, could somebody have made a nickel off of this? Then yeah. I want that at times seven thousand. So, yes, it's absolutely terrible. And by the way, I need you to know, Corey, okay. that this all culminates into a performance of Snow White and Rob Lowe doing Proud Mary. With reworked lyrics. That, I mean, yeah. 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 I, that's horrible. Oh, it's it, terrible. It, it's, it, it's like if you haven't seen it, picture how bad you think it might be and then go watch Multiply. it because it's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> but I have another one. Well, do you have another one? I What's do, your but, well, you go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this one is hands down up there with maybe even worse than Rob Lowe because that was misguided in a way that just was sad. Uh-huh. This one is I want to kind of punch Seth MacFarlane in the face. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this so, is awful. Seth MacFarlane sings an original tune because, you know, he's just trying to act out his stupid Brat Pack fantasies yes. all the time that 
grown up child man. Sure. And so he sings a song called We Saw Your Boobs. And he goes up to, let me just tell you, if you don't know, Meryl Streep and mentions Silkwood. Yes, Silkwood, based on an actual woman who, you know, was had nuclear poisoning or whatever you call it, and they scraped a, you know, layers of her skin off with a wire brush. But she flashes her boob in that film, so let's put her on blast. And if that's not enough, let's go sing to Jodie Foster for her role in The Accused where she's raped on a pinball machine. But let's think about how we saw her boobs in that film. Not joking, not joking. Yeah, that's <laughs> some poor taste right there. Yeah, that was a low point. Yeah. That was a low point, yeah. Uh, what you got, though? I mean, I I, mean, I'm sorry for coming out the gate with that my, one. No, that's fine. Mine's maybe a little bit more subtle, and maybe you don't remember it, but or you'd ha- you you would have had to have seen it again online because uh-huh. this was 1984. But that rendition of "Against All Odds," it was oh, I think it was no. up for best song. Yes, and obviously a Phil Collins song. But this other woman, her, I had to write it down, Anne Rinking, yeah. which I don't yeah. remember her. Now, what's so bad about it is that. It's a lip-synced performance, which means she went to a studio, sang it, and it sounds like, uh-huh. I mean, she can't sing, period. And then she did a bad job of lip-syncing it oh, on no. top of that. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's pretty rough. This isn't just Mariah not being able to hit the right. notes. yeah. This is just, <laughs> you have to wonder, like, at some point, no one just stops and says... Hey, yeah. let's not do this. That's like what, they they stopped Elvis yep. during the '68 comeback special, and we're like, "Hey, don't do another Christmas song with snow falling behind you." Yeah. And that was how many years ago? Like, stop, stop. Yeah, I don't know how it made it to the stage. What? 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 I just rewatched <laughs> Boz Lerman's Elvis too, so I had a really great time. <laughs> great movie. Anyway, have you got another one, Brad? Or is that? No, I'm good. Well, I think we kind of covered a, some good bit of ground here, Thanks so sir. um that's some cringeworthy stuff to go watch and also some really awesome stuff to go watch. I true, think, so. true. All right. So guess what, y'all? We have another round of trivia. Would anybody in the room like to try to play trivia? You'll get two tickets to the cinema right out the gate just for participating. And for every question you get right, you'll get another prize. Things like popcorn bucket, T-shirt, you know. I mean, these are hard. Glass. These are hard questions. A date with Chloe Cook Collins. Uh, does she get any say in that? No. Oh, sorry, Chloe Cook. Excuse me. Are you mad? We should probably let her know. She's um, right there. A date with oh, Chloe Cook. Actually, Chloe Cook will make you a popcorn right now. Right now, if you want to come play trivia. Who wants to do it? Oh, okay. Here we got a hand. All right. First, go get your popcorn from Chloe. Hello. Uh, hello. All right. This is our second trivia installment. What's your name? Colin Albee. All right, Colin. We, you follow me on Inst- or Letterboxd. Yeah, I like your reviews. I'm sorry. You have good takes. I don't. But thank you for lying. I usually, I usually agree with that. Well, um, <laughs> Rachel is not here to yell at you for that. Um, she's getting you popcorn instead, which is, yeah. which is very nice. Okay, Colin, are you ready uh, for some of these questions? I'm going to throw some at you. And some of these get kind of weird. Sorry in advance. We'll see how we're All getting. right. That's close enough to yes. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Now, I'm looking for two answers here. Which of this year's Oscar nominees have been the Bond girl in a James Bond movie? Of these act- actor nominees? Actress nominees? Uh-huh. And I already a, told you there's two of them. Is, is the Arma de Armas the uh, blonde girl? Did she get it? She did. That's one. Arma okay. de Armas. That's good. Yeah, th- yeah, sure. We got an assist from yeah, last I'll, I'll take an uh, the last game's participant. Really? 
Yep. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh was the Bond girl in Tomorrow Never Dies. So memorable, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that counts. That counts as a point. Okay. Question number two. Speaking of Ana de Armas, she was nominated this year for Blonde, which is rated NC-17. Now, not too many of those throughout cinema history. But another Oscar nominee this year was nominated in the same category for a movie that was initially rated NC-17, but rated R on appeal. Who was this person, and what was the movie? And this is this year? No, this is some years ago. A a nominee this year who was nominated for a film that was almost rated NC-17 until they appealed it with much controversy. Hmm, was... was what you got? It is, it is an actress. Was Kate Blanchett in Nymphomaniac, which I haven't seen? No, she wasn't. Also, was that rated NC-17? No, it just wasn't rated at all, but I think <laughs> it would have been. Now, the, uh, this movie, uh, Blue, Blue Valentine, almost got that NC-17, but they um, came back and gave it an R after appeal, and that, that star was Michelle Williams. Oh, okay. Michelle huh. Williams. Um, pretty... Um, I don't know, not a particularly graphic movie, in my opinion, but a really relentlessly sad one. Uh, okay. Rated NC-17 so, for emotional violence. Not marketable enough to give it an R rating. No, I guess yeah. not. Yeah. All right, you ready for question three? Sure. Which two Oscar nominees appeared with Sir Pauly Shore in the 1992 comedy Encino Man? Uh-oh. What you got, Jeremy? Brendan Fraser. That's one of them. Who's the second? What you got? This is this is just an assist round, you know. Gay hey, hey, Kwan. Hey, hey, yep. Wow. That's right. Key who, That's who, good Kwan. trivia. That's right. Someone could get Both that. Both of That's them good. in Encino Man. Uh, Pauly Shore not Oscar nominated this year or any other year, unfortunately. Sad. Sad. Yet. Yeah, there's always time for a comeback. <laughs> All right. Here's where we get weird. Question four is the lightning round. Okay. A lot of this year's Oscar nominees have appeared in movies with Top Gun Maverick's Tom Cruise, Maverick himself. So I'm going to do a Tom Cruise lightning round, all right? Okay. I'm going to list the Oscar-nominated actor. You tell me which movie, at least one movie, they have appeared with Tom Cruise in. You ready? Okay. All right. Number one, Best Actress nominee, Andrea Riseborough. Which Tom Cruise movie was she in? Oh, I'm not sure. (laughs) Bang. Sorry. It's Oblivion. Okay. Colin Farrell. Oh, shit. Colin Farrell. (laughs) Minority Report. Oh, 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 right. Yes. All right. Best Actor nominee, Bill Nye. This one's tough. Sorry. (laughs) God, God. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. The movie that time forgot. Um, okay, he you was got like a, a, almost a Nazi. I mean, yeah, like yeah. every British man yeah. was in Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, you got a couple choices here. So if you can get one of them, Brendan Gleeson. It's been in three Tom Cruise movies. He's one of those character actors. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't know. Uh, you could have gone Far and Away. You could have gotten Mission Impossible Two or Edge of Tomorrow. He's the military see, guy who chews out Tom Cruise at the beginning can, of Edge of Tomorrow. I could definitely see him in Mission Impossible Three. Mission yeah, Impossible. I don't remember him in that, but I don't remember anything about Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. How about Angela Bassett? She's in a Tom Cruise movie, but which one? 
Don't know. <laughs> She's in Mission Impossible Fallout. She's in the last one. I, I saw the first two. And, and then this is the kind of curveball that I need. Nominated for writer and director this year, Todd Field. When he was an actor, he was in a Tom Cruise movie. I got this one. Uh-huh. It's Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> we got one, Nick Nightingale himself, so that's yes, another yeah. point. All right, so you're sitting with two points, I believe? I'll take two it. Two points. More than zero. All right, here's your <laughs> final question. You ready for this one? This is the big one. All right. Which Oscar nominee co-starred in the Disney Channel original movie Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure... Georgie's already standing up. A spinoff of the high school musical franchise. What are these kids watching Disney? Well, who you got? Who you got? Uh, who is it then? Austin Butler, Austin. Oh, yeah. the star He's, of Elvis, a, a former Nickelodeon and Disney Channel guy, possibly soon to be an Academy Award winner. That tracks. We'll see. <laughs> the high school musical to Oscar pipeline continues unabated. Well, thank you so much for playing, Colin. We really appreciate it. We'll yes, get sir. some uh, participation prizes. Word. Thank you. Good job, man. That's that more than I would have gotten, but maybe one less than Georgie would have gotten. All right. That is it. That so is we're, it. We're wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Shutting her down. So if you're in the room right now and you've never listened to the Side Talks podcast, give it a listen sometime. It's pretty good. You can find it on all good. of your podcast providers. It's goofy. You might like it. If you like the movies enough to be here right now, you might like the podcast. That's right. And thanks to Boutwell Studios. By the way, before I say that, I should probably say, we're your own personal cinematic David Letterman and Oprah Winfrey. Uh-oh. Oprah, Uma, Uma, Oprah, Yes, they Oprah, had a little... Uma. Exactly. They had a little battle. Did you know, do you know where that originates from? I didn't. Uh, I will. You know where that originates from? No. Uh, apparently, David Letterman thought it would be really funny at some point in a restaurant somewhere where him and Oprah were at the same time to say something about Oprah's going to get our bill. Uh... I don't know why he thought that was funny. It probably will. I mean, look, that's me saying it. David uh-huh. Letterman probably did it in a really funny way, but apparently <laughs> Oprah didn't like that much. And uh, and th- and then he kind of sparred with her a good bit back and forth. They've apparently made up since. Oh, so but, uh, I was but yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> deal. There was a a, a a joke made against Oprah in a in a restaurant. She didn't like it. Mm. And then and, she met Uma Thurman. But he did say that don't go head to head with Oprah. Like he he was ready to bury that hatchet because he was like that's you just don't that's not a good person to be at odds with. I yeah I would not want. Oprah as an adversary, she she owns she owns me. islands and maybe other things too. Houses, definitely factories. houses. You could call it a house, or you could call it an island. Sure, okay. The anyway. island is her house. I got it. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we got thirty minutes till the Oscars, and that means thirty minutes more of red carpet. So we're wrapping it up and uh, shutting it down. And we we want to announce the Oscars are on in Cinema A, Cinema A. So if you want to watch it on the big screen, that's where we're going to be showing it. Again, that red carpet is on in there right now, uh, and the show starts in thirty minutes. It's gonna be a real good time. Who's gonna win? We all win, really, because of all this good cinema. Or we all lose, depending on how you look at it. Bye. 
Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.